0: Oh, there you are. Hello. Nice to have your company. I trust you well. It's Tuesday morning in London town. It's Tuesday morning, quite a load of places, actually. I don't know why it's particular for London town. It's only because they're all out in Leicester Square this morning. The bewildered, the terminally drunk, the stupid. They're all out there, aren't they? I've got no idea why. I know. Well, I've just realised it's because the schools are on holiday. Because when I got back to Twickenham yesterday, and my friend Graham has just come back from holiday in uh, the south of France, and Graham is the colour of mahogany. I mean, but he's as you know anyway because alan dodgen's here that's me hello hello, great to see you. because uh, graham as you know is the color of mahogany most of the time <laughs> i mean he, he does look like a badly painted sideboard he can't help it well he do just lie there he just lies day, there every and, day yes he just he just tans and of course to emphasize the ta- you know when people come back from holiday they wear clothes that emphasize the tan so he's got the white shirt on yeah. with the white jacket you know he looks like our man in havana it's quite funny, actually. You sit on the train and people always go, have you just been on holiday? Yeah. Well, no, he's just been dipped. Of course he's been on holiday. I don't know how people do that. I can't sunbathe at all. I can't sunbathe. I was talking about this to a friend of mine the other day because, you know, Dale loves sunbathing.
1: No, really? No, does a he? Big surprise. Never
0: guess No, he, but he... You see, he could actually lie there with his eye... I lie there. After about a minute, I'm thinking, I should be doing something. Yeah, I get bored very quickly. I don't quickly. know what, but anything. He actually is the only person I've ever met who will... ...move the sunbed to follow the sun.
2: Oh, no, I know a few people that if do it that. If there was a
0: motorised sunbed that sort of tracked the sun, there's an idea. There's a product idea. There's a product idea. A sunbed that's on a rotating platform that follows the sun. We've taken a sunbed, added a motor, and moved it round. And we call it... I don't know, I can't think of a name for it now. We'll we need, we need a name. We need a name for that. Actually, i tell you what we, we did yesterday on the programme. We invited people, because I got a little bit excited... Because uh, as you know, I've got uh, hanging baskets with strawberries in, yes, uh, so you have <laughs> you've seen them. no, not yet, I'm waiting oh right waiting out oh. Two weeks. oh, sorry, I do beg your pardon actually, so I did email them to myself, but what I did I, I took the photo right, and I sent them to me here at lBC because i hadn't I, I hadn't had the facility on the iPhone to do it now with a new application you can uh, you can actually do it. So, uh, so it's on your phone now. Yes, yes, yes. Let me let me but, see. It's my hanging baskets with uh, with strawberries in.
2: Oh I, my word! I it thought really is. you'd be
0: impressed. You know, everybody people say to me, "Oh, you've got." I say, Look, "I've got strawberries in my hanging basket." They're and big. They, They're huge. They are very big. Oh, I've, I'm opening a store, and, and then people say to me, they "said," and you've really got strawberries. And I go, "Yeah." And you showed them the picture. I go, "Oh wow, you really have got strawberries." How do you get up there to water it? Uh, I've got a stepladder. No, no, no. I've got um. A special watering device, and it's a long tube with a curve at the end. Is Is it called a hose, by any
1: chance? No, no,
0: it plugs into the (laughs) hose. It's a a special thing for watering baskets. I've got another one which sprays or tinkles or does all sorts of things. Okay,
2: I'm very surprised. I didn't realise just how many you actually had in that hanging basket. Plus, the size of them, for for England, they're
0: they're big strawberries. They're huge! Yeah, and I've got tomatoes as well. If you go to one of the other pictures... How do I move? Just touch, touch the bottom of the screen and you'll see two arrows... Left or yes, right, little yeah. go there. I'm going right. Am I? Well, I don't know. It depends. Oh my word! Yes. Is that the tomato one? I think no. I'm. St- I'm. I'm st- oh yeah, no! Still. You, how many pictures of the strawberries have you got? Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice though. It is very nice. It's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot, and I'm, even I'm quite impressed because that's it, that's the tomato tree. That's the tomato. I mean, if, if you open it up with with your fingers, you know how to open it up. Yeah, yeah. You can see them on there. Oh, you've got some ripe. Oh, there's hundreds on there. I've had. I've, they're so ripe. Some of them are dropping off. H- hundreds do you know what I got this morning, but... and I'm I a little bit panicky, because I'm a bit funny, about slugs. And this weather brings out slugs, because it's slightly damp, and they like it, and they hide under flower pots. And as you know, I've got loads of terracotta pots overflowing with, with lovely plants and things like that. And so I put my rubbish outside the door last night, because what I do is, in the morning, I just pick it up downstairs, drop it in the bin, that's that. And as I'm halfway down the stairs, I think, oh, dear, there must have been water on that um, bag. And as I look down, there's the biggest slug you've ever seen on this this bag of rubbish. I nearly passed out. How did they get up to you? Sorry? I've no idea. i tell you what I think it is. I think birds drop them. And then they just multiply, because I'm not sure if slugs... Because snails are hermaphrodite, and I'm not sure if slugs are hermaphrodite as well. For those people who don't know, that means both sexes. So they don't need each other to reproduce. They're very lucky. How cute is that? <laughs> <laughs> God, dear, i tell you, if ever. Anyway, so, and, and, and then I looked at my, on my jeans, and there was all this sort of water. And I'm thinking, I wonder if it's... You know when you brush past a slug, it emits this liquid... Yeah, but
2: not on your jeans, surely.
0: Well, I don't know because I was holding the bag against my jeans. I mean, luckily, by the time we got to the car, it had dried. So I'm assuming, had it been the slug, it would have been one of those sort of. Oh, I think you're panicking a little bit now. I was a little bit panicky, a little bit panicky. So when I go back, I'm lifting up the pots. I'm afraid the slugs are dying. Right. Because what I do is I go out there and I do pop them in a bag and I do. uh... Oh, you don't you don't salt them then? Well, I didn't want to say that in case there were animal lovers listening. But yes, I do salt them. Oh, right. It's it's the old-fashioned gardener's trick. That's what gardeners used to to do. Are they? Oh, right. I don't know, I'm asking. I, I, gardeners I used to uh, pick them up, um, used to, not not pick them up, they used to have a bag of salt, hmm. and that would kill slugs. Because I don't think slugs serve any useful purpose, apart from birds eat them. That's all I know. I have no idea what part of the food chain they are. No, I'm not too sure, anyway. But uh, it is lovely to have your company, to have your company, lovely. And yesterday, because we started it, because of the phone, so I'm inviting you this morning to send your photos in of you, because I thought we'd, we'd start a rogues gallery. A rogues gallery? Well, not necessarily a rogues gallery, but we had a few people sending in their, their pictures yesterday. Or pictures... I mean, we had one lady, she was on the train, and we had a lovely sunrise over Battersea Power Station. Oh, right, nice. Which was really nice. And so all you have to do, just take a, take a picture on your phone and just send it to steve at lbc.co.uk. And where are you putting the photos? Um, they'll appear here on steve at lbc.co.uk. Yeah, yeah, but if you're starting a rogues gallery... Well, yeah, for my benefit... Well, you know, surely you want it for everybody's benefit, not No, no, it's private for me. But we don't want right. any of those sort of pictures, thank you very much indeed. We had that before. So it's not really a gallery then, is it? It's just a collection Just you. a collection of photos, yes. What I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to sort of get people motivated at this time of the morning. Right. Because it's not easy. Well, maybe you should start a public gallery of all, yes. the, all the listeners. We should, really. See? I mean, there should be a special bit of the LBC website where you can go on and have a look at listeners. But the trouble is, and I don't want to be rude, but generally speaking, we are better looking than you are. You know, I mean, there's no two ways. That... I didn't think you were going to tell them that. Well, I was trying not to tell them because, I, d- of course, I disproved the theory if you go to A Day in the Life of LBC. Yeah, who, t- was t- who took
3: those photos?
0: Well, exactly, of me. How, I mean, you know, when you're attractive, how difficult it must it be to take a bad picture of me. Apparently, quite easy when you're not well in the morning.
1: Yeah, no, but I if really you notice, well. if you notice, it's not you. It's the fact that they've, they've put them into some Photoshop program yeah. and turned the, uh, the contrast right. You look very red in all of them. Isn't yes. you? Not that red. I know.
0: I'm, it's strange actually. More it rouge. Looks, and also not
1: attractive.
0: How funny is that? It's strange. It is strange, isn't it? Because normally speaking, you know, people pass through in the street and they go, "Core, you're a bit of all right." No, that's me. Yes, that's you. I do yes. beg your pardon. That's you, actually. It's not me at all. But it, it's very strange. So if, if you want to send in one of your pictures, just take it on your phone and then email it to steve at lbc.co.uk. Then we can have a look. You know. Interesting. It doesn't idea. matter whether you're nine or 90. We don't care. If you can take a picture of yourself, it can't be that difficult. So how it? many have you had so far? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> how many have you had so far? Three. Th- three. Three. <laughs> three pictures. Um, um, and one was of one of those Komodo dragons, <laughs> which wasn't very, very this nice at all. is why you need a gallery to put them all, you see? Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, you are, you are, you are right. That's, I know. I know. But so, so I thought we'd, we'd try it this morning. Okay. So, so
2: basically how many we're going to get in the next two hours, basically, Yes,
0: yes. Right. That's what, that's what I'm hoping. Okay. No, we go, I mean, admittedly, some people waking up are probably thinking, I'm too tired to do this, even for Steve Allen. No, 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 because bedhead is obviously, you know, quite a good... Look, do anybody in their pyjamas, thank you. Well, no, maybe not. Or anybody who's suffering from swine flu. We don't want any of those sort of, you know, terminal pictures, thank you very much indeed. I don't want any of that kind of thing. <laughs> no, but the idea what... of the photos of how you look when you're listening to Steve... People from... p- people did it. Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, p- people did it when we had the snow and we had people sending in pictures, this is what it looks like out of my window, and it looked fantastic. I mean, some of them were just beautiful, really just because you know me and snow. But yeah, but th- that's, that's totally different to what you're asking though. Is it? Well, yeah, you're Why? asking for a photograph, actually, of a listener, yeah. as opposed to their surroundings. You could do both. What, in surroundings? Yes, in sur- You could rush out into the garden in the snow and take a picture of yourself. Right. You've not really thought this one out, have you? I haven't thought it out no. at all, actually, no. I mean, I just guessed this morning. I just guessed this morning. <laughs> guessed this morning. <laughs> and unfortunately, I decided not to, not to... Well, anyway, do that, please. Uh, we will be talking about the plinth later on, only because Nick Ferrari is talking about the plinth... And uh, they're actually saying, is it is it working? Well, we've been down there. Some of them are just just blooming awful. Some of them are dreadful. Uh, some of them have, have made an effort. There were some good ones recently. Yes. But there have been some absolutely atrocious ones, including the plinth, tra- chav. The plinth chav. The plinth chav. The plinth chav. Do you think it was somebody pretending to be a chav? Oh, because no. chavs are quite... F- oh, no, it really, it really was a chav. Oh, right. Complete with their can of beer in hand. you know, strange enough, I turn on the Jeremy Kyle show, it could have been a repeat, could have, I've got no idea because they're all the same, it's ghastly, horrible people, and Jeremy Kyle was saying to this lad backstage, and he was, he was really being confrontational, now I don't know what kind of disclaimer they sign on this programme, you know, you will be humiliated and you, better be, being, you will be made to look even more stupid than you are, and he says yeah. to this bloke, he says, tell me, he says, you did go with that other girl, didn't you? And he goes, no, he says, you're a liar! And he's right up, he said, you tell me the truth now. And he's, he's really getting really aggressive to him. I'm thinking, if this bloat is worth his salt, just punch his lights out. Do us all a favour. And this bloke, and he gets so close to him. And he's going, you did, didn't you? You said it on national television. And I thought, this, this wuss sitting there, this, you know, just smack him. Do a thought The whole country would stand up and cheer. I just don't understand why they go in the programme in the first well, place. Well, I don't know either. It's a, life is a total mystery to me, actually. It's the trashiest TV ever. Trashy. Trashy. Talking of trashy, we've got a number of trashy stories this morning. Oh, good link. Yeah, very good link, actually. In fact, some of them almost too trashy to be mentioned. But luckily, I'm quite prepared to go down market. And, uh, in fact, it's almost a necessity. On the, Oh, the, the Observer might close. They're talking about The Observer on a Sunday. Apparently it's owned by Guardian Media or something. And that's one of the options. They were sent an email the other day saying they might have to close the Sunday paper. I think it's the oldest Sunday paper, either in the country or in the world. I can't remember which it is. And they're saying it might close. Any but particular what? reason, though? Well, they lost £90 million last year, the Guardian uh, group that own it. Oh, well. So £90 million would be a good... Th- how are we going to save some money? It's just a small reason, then. Absolutely. Quarter past five. <laughs> These are the uh, headlines this morning. Four men are due in court in Australia over an alleged plot by Islamic extremists to target an army base near Sydney. Hundreds of officers were involved in anti-terror raids in Melbourne. A group of MPs and peers are calling for an independent inquiry into allegations of British complicity and torture, accusing ministers of failing to answer questions. And the Ministry of Defence is insisting helicopters due to be deployed in Afghanistan are safe. As fears were raised, they lack armour plating have a check on the uh, roads for you this morning can't be much going on well, i suppose hugh broom has found it if it is out there
2: <laughs> thank All right. you very much i'm fine loved yeah. your
0: hair the other day i tell you that that made my day thank you uh right we'll start with the m4 which is closed heading into town because of the overnight road works uh, <laughs> so i go for a walk yesterday <laughs> i go for a walk down by the river and graham's showing off his tan and i haven't i lied to him i actually said he said you've been doing this walk every day i said yep he said, that's why you look a bit trim. I thought, well, thank goodness your eyesight's going, because, uh, unfortunately, I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think I've lost any anyway. weight. So we go for this walk, and uh, in front of us is this, uh, is this young man. Yeah, a young man, 60-something, we thought. I reckon 62, so that's being good. And he's got a dog on a lead. Right. And, and I was sort of chatting when he turned round, and he went, it's Steve Allen, isn't it? He said, "I recognise that voice anywhere." So I get this quite a lot because apparently I've got quite a distinctive voice. Yeah, and also because you don't shut up as you walk around. Well, what am I supposed to do? Just sit there and not say no, anything? No, no, when you walk when you walk down the road and talk to somebody, you yeah. know, you just normally chat. You don't chat quietly. You you you're you're very vocal when you walk around. Me? Yes, you. I don't know how you can say that, Alan. That is just ridiculous. Well, I have no idea what you mean. Goodness, say, are you saying that I raise my voice so that people get? Is that Steve Allen? Yes. Well, anyway, well, we, we actually we weren't doing that particularly loudly. We're walking down, and this bloke—it turns out he uh, lost his job, but he was working for um, Gloria Hunniford's son for a company, Right. and they've had to lay people off for of various reasons. So he started doing other things and dog walking. Okay. Which is quite good. He said it's good exercise. Uh, it's, uh, that's great. But he's got this dog on a lead, and it's part Alsatian, part Corgi. What? Part Alsatian, part Corgi. <laughs> You've never seen anything like it. It is is—it is an odd-looking dog. Anyway, I've got my dark glasses on, as per usual, because I'm a celebrity, and um, and we draw level. Well, this dog, t- it stops, and it turns, and it looks at me. And you know when you when you get a dog that looks at you? This one would have gone for my throat. I'm totally convinced. This thing looks at me, and Graham said... Doesn't like you at all, does it? (laughs) And I'm then wary of this dog, so I make this guy walk just a bit ahead of us. So we're, we're still chatting about, you know, being unemployed and sort of getting work in a recession, all this kind of thing. And every so often this dog stops and turns round, and if looks could kill, if its eyes could light up green, this dog's eyes would have lit up green. It's probably because you had the glasses on. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know whether or not sunglasses offend dogs. But this one, I tell you, I said, if it wasn't on the lead, and every time I sort of, I went to sort of try and get ahead of it, it sort of kind of moved over a bit. It's like, I don't like you. And I, of course, I'm, I'm not particularly good. I'm all right with little dogs. I can cope with sort of, you know, normal dogs. So this was still quite big then? It was sort of a reasonable size. It was about. It, it, it looked like somebody had taken a corgi and jacked its legs up. <laughs> Try and visualise that.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Yeah, nice. So, it was... But it it, it just didn't take to me at all. What, why
2: on earth would you mix an Alsatian with a corgi?
0: I don't think you have much choice, do you? I think maybe if the mother slept around a bit. Right. Okay. I'm just guessing. OK. Because you know what dogs are like? Yes. Any port in a storm, so to speak. A bit like cats. little bit like cats. <laughs> 84850, steve at UK. Because we're looking for your uh, pictures today. And uh, so we've we've had... um, uh, We've had Michael... So we had Michael here, and Michael... Well, actually, I don't think it is... Oh, I've lost the blooming thing. Where is it? Got, there it is. That's Michael. Very fetching tank top, Michael. Very fetching tank top. I'm sure I've got one like that. Looks like it's taken in an office. It looks like it'll be a collecting, Tim. Oh, yes. Doesn't know. So there you go. OK. So that's why... Uh, so you've had one so far? No, no, I've had no. loads. I've had okay. loads. Okay. Loads of them. It's just sure. I'm not showing them to you. Can you not get them on yours? Well, You're not, well, no. You, no, Can you not seeing my, my screen?
1: No. You purposely
2: make sure I can't. Oh, are you sure? Yes, I'm positive.
0: Yes, uh, Philip, we did find the Duchy of Cornwall building. I knew where it, exactly where it was. Uh, this is one of... I don't know who it is, actually. But it's somebody's dog. they sent you a picture of a dog. Send me a, well, we, I'm assuming it's a dog. Yeah, so it looks a bit is, like... Spit the dog. Does it? It looks a bit like spit the dog. and It, it, it could be dead, or it might not be. Oh, it be. does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. Max, thank you very much indeed. We had one from Max yesterday. Uh, oh, I keep doing these things wrong. And uh, another one here. This is... Uh, from Simon and Ealing, taking on the computer cam. Ooh, there's a bit. Oh, I see. Oh, we have we have a library in the bedroom, and it looks like a mirror over the bed. It's either that or a serving hatch into the kitchen, Michael. We're not sure about that That's one. That's a bit arty. That's a little bit arty. We think you've I been like done that. in. He's been done in sepia. 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 We like sepia. So Simon and Ealing. Thank you, Simon. Uh, another one here. Joe, I like, I, I'm, I'm getting into these now actually because it's quite a. Another dog. Why do people keep sending me dogs? Uh, this is well, one sent from... talking about dogs, you see. Oh, that's true, actually. This is sent from Nigel. There you go. It's a nice dog, isn't it? It is a
1: nice dog. Nice dog, dog.
0: yeah. We- we've got three other dogs in the paper today. They were the ones who hung around with Jack Tweed. We'll talk about those in a moment. You'll love that <laughs> one. You'll love it. It's an old gag. Oh, lovely, yes. We like that one. What's that one? <laughs> <laughs> try-, try and describe that to people. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'd rather not,
0: actually. <laughs> We'd not. Uh, I'll just tell you that it's a superimposed... Uh, Picture Of you first, on but, holiday. I wish. Very funny, actually. And here's one from... We d- now, we don't know. We don't have a name, you see, on this one. don't know. It's a lady, and she's got a necklace on, and I don't know who it is. Doesn't have a name. But there you go. So, thank you, lady. It sounds like, like a thing. I'm um, Richard Hake here. We don't have any pictures of Richard Hake here. Don't we? No. Well, I'm sure his... Becky's got pictures of him. I should imagine they're on holiday, you know. Get my drift. Are there one from any of the shows. Sorry, no. Oh, there, there might be one. Oh no, there would have been uh, from a video. Croydon at Christmas. Yes, yeah. there's a video. Yes, be yes, singing. He was. Uh, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Paul says, "Do you think the people on the Jeremy Carl show get paid? No, they don't get paid. No. What they'll have is an overnight stay if they need it in a hotel, uh, and they'll get uh, taxes, but they don't. Um, they don't get a fee." They don't get a fee for it. They probably consider it their 15 minutes of fame. They do consider it their 15 minutes. The computer's frozen as well on the, uh, on the thing, isn't it? So, very quickly, there's a, a picture on the front of the Daily Star this morning, so you take it with a pinch of salt. Um, and it's Jack Tweed standing in a window with a, a towel covering his nether regions, and uh, he's been romping with three babes. Now, there's no evidence to suggest he's been romping with three. What he did, he picked up three... I don't actually know what you call them. One's wearing string, and it's laughingly passed off as hair. I mean, I promise you, it does look like it's a ball of string that they've unravelled. Look at that blonde one. Oh, my word. I mean, it, 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 the word minger springs to mind. 10 so. 10. so what he does, they, they all go back to this house in Ilford, and, and there's one who very thoughtfully, because quite clearly she was prepared for this, took her sunglasses with her, obviously hoping to spend the night somewhere. Whoa, how lucky. And uh, the other one, I mean, I don't know what it is. I thought it was a bloke. And then there's the one with the string for hair. Now, I don't know what these girls do for a living, but they went back with, uh, with, with Jack Tweed and then they emerged in the morning. And they're obviously quite classy because uh, when one of them came out, she says, he's a lovely guy. I asked if all three girls had spent the night. She said, yeah, but so what? So, I mean, the answer is, love, uh, I think your picture says it all for you. I mean, depending on which one it was, there's either the ugly one, the one with the dark glasses, or the one who's got strings stuck on her hair. Spaghetti hair lady. Well, it's just... It just looks tacky. I don't know what it is. Anyway, and Jack's standing on the balcony. Luckily, there was a photographer there. Oh, bliss, oh joy. So that was good, wasn't it? And now, apparently, uh, Jackie has attacked him uh, for sleeping with people so soon after Jade has been buried. Uh, The trouble is... He never was in love with Jade. Let's get this straight. It was never... It was a marriage of convenience. She wanted to get married to make some money. It was as simple as that. He'd already cheated on her before. And uh, and he just carried on doing exactly what he did when he was with her. Can Made I, no difference at all. How long? How long has he got to leave it, though, before... She will, case, she will. I'm say it's. Nuts. Couldn't give a stuff. Couldn't care less. But you know, obviously, people less. think. Oh, still think it's. It's still. Still too soon because you know it's, it's making the papers. Yes, but what? But you're making the mistake. You're falling into the trap of thinking that it was a proper wedding.
1: No, 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 no. no I'm not. It wasn't I'm a not, proper I'm, wedding. I, I'm not he just got that.
0: married because she didn't have anybody else. You know, everybody else. I mean, she had sort of hung around with people before. They just sold stories on her. All he's done is just wait till she was dead, and then he's carried on doing the same thing. Didn't mm. make any difference. Uh, Jackie, their mother, is doing exactly the same. She has just literally taken her daughter to the cleaner. She's writing an autobiography. Yesterday in the paper we had Jackie had contacted Jade through a medium. Oh, for goodness And so. Jade had said the biggest mistake of her life was marrying Jack. You know, and all this kind of garbage <laughs> that they put out. I mean, you have to be stupid to believe it. Uh, then you get Katie Price. My God, Katie, I tell you, if you really want to lose the kids, you're going the right way. Pictured on the front page of one of the papers this morning, I think it could be the, uh, the Sun. Uh, topless in a pool, and it doesn't look so good normally. It must look horribly creased and everything else. With this so-called cage fighter. And uh, Jordan uh, having a pool romp. It looks like, actually, she's not having a romp, because, as we all know, Jordan is just all talk and very little action. Yes, what?
2: Would it be wrong for me to um, suggest that that photo actually looks rather staged?
0: Um, I don't know what you're saying.
2: What, I'm just, what just, do you mean?
0: It just, it just strangely what, that. that photo? What you mean? It's going to be a photo shoot in OK magazine. It looks slightly like. that. Well, I th- have to be honest. I mean, it is not out of focus, and it's it's very good quality. And her pose is giving nothing away. Her pose is, and she's of course wearing full makeup. It just seems slightly strange. I think you're being, I think, extremely cynical, I'm so Alan. I'm sorry. I'm so I think sorry. It's, I mean, I, dare dare we suggest? I mean, also, I'll tell you, what I'm looking forward to. Oh, what's that? The pictures of Rachel Stevens' wedding. Rachel Stevens from Et Club. Uh, got married the other day at Claridges. That's a nice place to get married, but it was an okay. Well, they said it, a magazine had paid for the wedding because she doesn't really have any other work at the moment, and uh, and so I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the wedding pictures to see what celebrities she dragged up because nobody from S Club was there. I can't, can't wait. Really, really excited. Oh, I'm quite excited, looking yeah. forward to that because she's a really attractive girl. Her father wasn't there, of course. Well, that's another story, and because uh, <laughs> he does porn. <laughs> and uh, <there> was, <laughs> we tried to explain this to somebody the other day, and we weren't we weren't any good at it. For no taxi, he runs. Yes, yes. (laughs) uh, Ten, really? Do you think it must be more expensive than that? Anyway, we'll take a a short break, and then why the police are dressing up in burkas? Oh dear. This is LBC ninety seven. Morning, everybody. Tuesday morning in London town. It's Steve Allen's early breakfast. The sun cometh up a little bit slowly this morning. I've noticed. Alan Dodgen is with us. Bonjour. Bonjour. And uh, the police were last night accused of PC madness after three officers spent a day dressed as Muslim women to improve racial awareness. Not just dressed as ordinary Muslim women, these three went out wearing burqas and uh, the complete thing, the complete um, niqad uh, hijab, whatever it is. It's a thing where it's just the little eye slit, which, of course, is just totally embarrassing for women. I really, I'm sorry, I I stand probably alone on that. But I'm telling you, I think it demeans women. Muslim women do not need to wear this. It says nowhere in the Koran that you have to wear this. You have to dress modestly. But these ludicrous outfits, I'm afraid, just do people no, uh, no use whatsoever. And uh, Matthew Elliot, the chief executive of the Taxpayers' Alliance Storm, people want the police out catching criminals, not indulging in politically correct gimmicks. And it's just ridiculous. You don't need to do this at all. You absolutely don't need to do it. We want to see more of them out on the street. Yeah, I like seeing them out on the street. Mm. I'd see more round here. I'd see hundreds more round here. But I shouldn't imagine they want to spend too much time round here either, which is a shame. And there's a BBC newsreader who attacked a teenager with a pole. Why? Because I don't know why. I've yet to find out why. We will find out later. Uh, His name's—he used to be a, a watchdog host. His name is Ashley Blake. Right. Ashley Blake apparently owns a bar and attacked this teenager uh, with a pole from the patio umbrella. It turns out he's got a record as long as your arm, really? this Ashley Blake. He's been done for all sorts of things, which we shall tell you about a little bit later on. OK, 26 minutes to six. You probably heard that story on the uh, the news about the four men due in court in Australia over this alleged plot by Islamic extremists to target an army base near Sydney. Hundreds of officers were involved in these anti-terror raids. Joining us now on the line is Jason Morrison, who's the Drive presenter at 2GB in Sydney. Jason, good afternoon to you. Steve, good day. Am I right in assuming that all the suspects are Australian citizens?
3: Uh, That would be, I I guess you could say, superficially correct because we haven't uh, been able to to find that out otherwise. Uh, That said, their their background um, is, uh, their their nationality, or if you want, their ancestry is not. But, yeah, we believe that they were all resident here. They certainly aren't visitors. And so at the moment, before they get to court, we have to work on the assumption that they have been people living in Australia. Pretty extraordinary story.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that the police have been watching this group for some time.
3: I would think very much so, probably a couple of months from uh, the bits and pieces that we can get out of them. Uh, In fact, so much so that it was probably suggested by the authorities just not long ago that an attack uh, was imminent. So they were sitting, watching, seeing who else was involved, gathering as much intelligence and putting as much of the story together before they moved. And they moved around about 12 hours ago and uh, middle of the night made arrests.
0: How, How severe was this threat, Jason, do you think?
3: Extraordinary. Uh, I mean, something that would be uh, beyond anything that we had had in this country. I mean, uh, terrorism uh, in, in Australia, we've had it happen to our citizens elsewhere. But, um, but for something that happened here 35 years ago, really nothing on our shores. This would have been an attack, uh, a paramilitary attack, if I can call it such a thing, that would have targeted our um, our main defence base in Sydney, the Holsworthy Army Barracks, which is where uh, the best of the best, the SAS troops, are based, if they are based in Sydney. A uh, suicide attack that would have seen people go in um, armed with um, uh, automatic uh, r- uh, weaponry and take on troops, as many of them as they could, until they were killed. That was the intention, the
0: police say. Will this now change, Jason, the national counter-terrorism level? At the moment, it's medium, isn't it?
3: It'll stay at medium um, because they believe they, they busted this particular cell um, in time and that they had uh, sufficient intelligence to be able to follow it and, and that they have gathered enough from it to be able to be sure that they are across anything that could be stewing. But this is a shock. Uh, this morning um, uh, at our time, uh, I was on the air as, as this all started to unfold and uh, people were just, I mean, just blown away at the suggestion that something like this could be cooking in, um, in an environment where really, you know, I mean, things go cold and things had gone cold, um, a lot of the tensions that had been in the community as a result of our involvement in the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, that had kind of chilled a little bit here and so for a lot of people it has become largely the thought that uh, well gee isn't it good we've managed to avert this well I mean this was one they caught and they apparently have been watching for for many many months. Uh, This morning when it all happened our time it was about 400 police coordinated raids on as many as 19 locations to make these arrests which uh, has me puzzled because there's only a small number that have actually been arrested so far uh, but we say so far it would appear that they have been uh, gradually getting bits and pieces of intelligence and there will probably be more arrests down the track.
0: But uh, certainly a story worth watching. Jason, thank you for joining us. I'm very grateful. Steve, thank you. Take care. Jason Morrison, the Drive presenter at 2GB in Sydney. 23 minutes to 6. When two, yeah, it is 23 minutes to 6. A couple of stories in the papers, apart from the fact that uh, Michael Jackson's mother has been given custody of the children... So expect another funeral very shortly. They're only young. I mean, she's 79. She's looking a little frail She's as well. a bit frail. I don't know why... She, she's been, well, I mean, because it's his, because it's uh, the mother. But I don't know what contact she had with them before. She's been given an allowance out of the estate monthly. But how a 79-year-old woman is going to cope with three boisterous children, I've got no idea. Well, I'm sure she'll have help, and there, I'm sure there'll be nannies and things around she her. But well, I mean, we'll hope so. But That'd still, she, didn't, she looked very frail on the TV, though, well, she, didn't she? She's 79. Yeah. You're, you're frail, and you're, not, you're nowhere near 79. I know, I'm 23. <laughs> Right, well, now we've gone down the road of Jack and <gasps> Uh <laughs> 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. We're looking for your pictures this morning. If you take one on your phone and then just send it in to steve at lbc.co.uk. We're all, I'm always very grateful for these. Ken going to Rains Park Taking one on the uh, the train, which is very nice See, indeed. that's how I think the photo should be. H- how you are right now, or as you're Not listening to, in to the, the
1: show. No, 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 but you can take the photo after you come out of the yeah. shower.
0: But what I mean is it should be how you look while you're watching the show. Look at this. Can you see, <laughs> yes, my grandson. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. Cute pigs. Cute pics We like grandson. We don't know who it is though. Yes, you must put your name. <laughs> yes, do, do put your name. It does help. Thank you very much indeed for that. And uh, t- another one here. This is from. Uh, I don't know if it is that. Oh no, it's sorry. It's, it's something. I'm opening up things now. I knew. I knew Dan would have some pictures for me. Look at this. Look. His baby Grace in Westfield the other day. Look.
1: Oh, that is very <laughs> cute. Looks like
0: she's about to go on to those rides at the fun fair, doesn't she? Look <laughs> at the glasses, honestly, Dan. You are mad. Cute, isn't it? I know. Why is <laughs> there
1: a-, a coin stuck to the front of it?
0: Because they've just shoplifted them. Oh, I see. And uh, that is, in fact, the security tag. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> Which I like even more, actually. <laughs> I do like. Uh, I'm going to the surgery where I... Oh, wait. I'm going to the surgery where I work. Let's see if we can open that one. There you go. Look at this. There you go. Go to... You're a bit good-looking, aren't you? Again, I don't know who this is. Chucks. Hello, hey, Chuck. are rather
1: good-looking, actually.
0: but too sick. I don't like too many good-looking people, especially in the morning. It's too early to be good-looking. And also, have you noticed, that's rather posed. You think it's a posed picture? Well, no, it is a posed picture, but, I mean, it's good. I like well, it. he's taken it very well. That's what I mean. Very well indeed. Not even looking at the camera, looking the ju- off camera. The is the ju- the quite nice as well. Mm. We, like, we like jewellery as well. Okay, You and... see, you're going to have to put a gallery together of all these listeners the The Rogues Gallery, the, Rogues the Steve Allen Gallery, in the morning. Yeah, of people who are sort of listening to the uh, to the program. I quite like that idea, actually. Oh, oh, Storm! Heavens above, we're having a little bit of a juge day on the hair. We're having, okay, that is juge, bit of a juge. and the reason we we juge and we found it on YouTube. And uh, thank you for the picture of the dog as well. It looks, yeah, there's another bit. It's a dog. It's a dog. So um, I'm, I can't do doggy pictures at the moment. I'm trying to do as many of these other ones. But, uh, but Zhoosh, Juj this is Miley as well. This is Look at this, honestly. And round my mouth I've just eaten some food and I don't really care anymore. That's like you when you're eating. It doesn't look at all like me when I'm eating. I'm, at least I'm quite good. I'm quite good when i meet. Well, I think. Yes, I'm you quite... have the bib on, your me <laughs> This is... T- oh, do you know what? Hang on one second what? I'm just going to move this over here So I can actually see but can And I, talk I, to you I, at the same can't time Can't you get these up on your computer? I think well, you should well, better get these I'm up sure on yours i I'll, I'll sort it out later All right, we'll sort that out later So a picture of uh, TweetDeck Alan Dodgen told us about it Brilliant, it says Dawn in Ryslip Oh, yes, if you if you do tweet yeah. if, you, if you Twitter You must get TweetDeck for your computer All right So much easier than going on the web Really? No, mm, so All much right. I don't know why I'm telling you but it's, it's a nice front door With some nice flowers, isn't it? oh like do you know what that's that's kind that's kind of um what's what's going that? up against you really i think it's yes i think you're right actually it's totally against me again i don't know who it is which doesn't help so you must put your name on these things you must put your name because it's so much easier for uh for me to try and see who it is thank you philip let's Philip. oh look he's got his lbc mug. blimey that goes back away isn't it that's an lbc news radio mug that's a very old that's a classic wow. that's a classic mug so you've done very well with that. Sorry about the noise. We're just sort of doing all sorts of things. Blimey, you are noisy on sorry, that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Dear me. Don't do it again. No, it's horrible. It's, it's banging around. Sounds awful. Steve Allen rules. Mike in Australia. Mike West. Morning, Mike. Look at that. Have you got that? I have. Oh, you can see that now. Yes, I can now see. A little bit dark. We need to lighten you up a little bit, uh, Mike. Used to live in Lewisham, he said, but moved to Australia four years ago. Plan my day around your shows. He does web development. That's what we like. There's quite it- a lot of people who do that what listen to my shows no 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 plan their day around your shows of course there you go and there's there's more there's uh there's more. Oh, look. Little, oh. baby. little baby lovely you baby, little baby. people <laughs> do why do people do that to kids you go you get a <laughs> like that why can you make them laugh it doesn't make them laugh they think you're stupid the baby's well, in the morning thinking. when i see
2: you i go to you, I go to you, Steve, you, lose it. you go you <laughs> go
0: You do, you do. Do you You know, they were talking the other day. Odd odd thing to talk about, I know. But there was a girl in the paper the other day, and she's six, I think, and her mother still puts nappies on her when she goes to bed. Oh. And and I thought, because... And I think they might have done it on breakfast yesterday, but I can't remember. They were talking about potty training. And they were saying how difficult it was to potty train. Well, I was potty trained. I mean, you just... I don't know whether or not it is that difficult, potty training. And Were you, were you potty tra... Alan? What? Oh, dear, I'm Excuse sorry. Excuse me, I attempt. was I was out of the potty very quickly, indeed. Yeah, you, when you fell in it myself. most of the time, didn't you? Step ladder up you to you remember, the toilet. Do you remember, did you have a thing that went on your toilet when when you were little and you, you'd you sort of moved away from the potty, but you couldn't actually sit on the toilet because you fell in? So there was a special little seat which went in the middle. I don't remember. Oh, yeah? What do you, how do you remember? I'm still using it. Oh. And... Uh, you don't remember that? No, I don't remember oh, that right. at all. Just me again, then.
3: Well, I just... Uh, why why you must I... have seen
0: them? It's a little seat that goes on top of your toilet seat. Oh yes, seat yes, to stop you falling in. To stop you falling in. Yes. Because many of the time, well, the first time I did it, I fell in. And I'm so, I've got my legs and my bottom all stuck. And, and I'm all... sure,
2: I'm sure many children do that. Yeah.
0: It was funny though. If at not the time. just for the
2: hilarity value.
0: Mum, mum! And your mum would come up, and you're all there. But you don't bits. remember using it, though, do you? Sorry. You don't still remember using 47, it? 47. I was when I stopped. 47. Well, I'm luckily blessed with a very small bottom. So, <laughs> I have been known to fall in on many an occasion. <laughs> Although, uh, what am I going to tell I was going to tell you something else. Oh, yes, I was going to tell you about more about this BBC newsreader whose career, I hope, is completely in tatters. Ashley Blake, who's appeared on Watchdog and loads of other things. He has a string of convictions, even before he worked for the BBC. Taking and driving... I mean, literally, convictions, like you think, how did you ever get a job working for the BBC? Don't they check? Mm. Don't they check? I wouldn't expect somebody to get a job with, um... With sort of convictions like that. But that's just me being a little bit difficult. 8 for 850, steve at uk. So we're looking for all your pictures this morning. Uh, But do put your name on, please, because I I do like... Oh, lovely. What on earth is that? What is that? I don't know. It looks... (laughs) It could be anything. All I know is it looks like a campsite. It could be a circus. It's quite a nice circus tent. Or it could be That looks like a set. Does it? It looks like the set from a film. Does it? It does, indeed. I do like it, whatever it is. I do like it. I don't know whether or not this this will... No, it's uh, from Mariush. That looks like a set. Not from my Mariush, is it? Not from my my hairdresser. It can't be, surely. Unless he's on holiday and he's not told me about it. I don't think it is. Anyway, listen, we'll take a short break. And uh, we've got some more stories from the papers. Uh, Including... Including... Including nothing, actually. Oh, yes! Oh, including shopping. Shopping. Shopping channels. Yes. And the very strange story... Of how the same presenter appeared on the same day in two totally different shows, both live. live. Details after this. <laughs> 14 minutes to 6. Police in Australia say they foiled a terrorist plot after arresting four men who were allegedly planning to storm an army base. Talks will be held later to try and prevent any more strikes by rail workers on National Express East Anglia, which runs services from Liverpool Street. And Michael Douglas' son Cameron has been arrested on a drugs charge at a hotel in New York. With the travel for you this morning, putting a smile on your face and a new hairstyle in your pocket as well. It's Hugh Broome. Thank you very much, Steve. Good morning. Uh, we should start with the A2 in Point 3. Morning, everybody. It's nice to be company. It's Steve Allen's Early Breakfast. You are very welcome. A lot of very butch-looking people we've discovered listening to this programme this morning. Here's uh, one from... It could be Kith. Uh, now, either you're working at Costa or you're at the airport. Oh, Actually, the airport. Sorry? It's the airport. Or a train... That could be either a train station... No, no, no. Or it's the airport. He's at know, Terminal 5 arrivals. I just said he's, that. He's at the airport. You don't didn't listen to me. start just this went small morning. Went. We're don't st- listen. This is not the Jeremy Kyle show. I will not make you sit in the corner and bring on some woman who's had three children with different people. I didn't people. sleep with her. I did not sleep with her. Yes. Well, in front of people on national television, you did. That's the trouble. So he's, he's at Terminal 5? Yes. Arrivals. At the airport. He's waiting to meet somebody. Well, he might have arrived in no, 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 he can't have done. He wouldn't have been hearing this programme. Really? Thank you for that. That was a nice one. We like that a lot. I do like these, actually. It, it amuses me. <laughs> I'm easily pleased in the morning. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Who are you? Uh, what's... This is uh, Kuba, I think. Good luck. You know... Now, where are we? We're at work in Asda Crawley. Uh, see, that's the sort of photo I want to How... see. Wait a minute. You have to explain this to me. How is he listening to the programme whilst working? He's obviously working in the warehouse. Yeah. So he's got headphones on. Yes. Getting on with his work. Ah, that's right. Or, oh. or he might be playing in the, in the background. Ah! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank you, Yankuba, very much indeed. Great photo there. Out at Crawley. Very good indeed. Uh, Richard, uh, he said, This was taken of me in the mirror. It's a bit posed. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Right, brace go yourself. Go I'm braced. I'm braced. Brace yourself. Oh. Uh, he's, now, You've had on. your hair zooged. you have to check this out richard it'll make it just it's so funny this that's your twitter pic is that his twitter pic pic. richard are you fibbing to me this morning unless 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 you've just taken it this morning and you've made it very simple. he said it was taken of me in the mirror okay so it is a bit well actually it doesn't make any difference he didn't say it was only just taken a minute ago and there's
1: a slight pout
0: slight pout there slight pout what what camera has he got? I can't read what the make of the cameras. Uh, no, I can't read it either. We found a camera in here the other day. Strangely enough, ladies and gentlemen, we found a Nikon. Did you? Yeah, well, just lying around, just lying around. It
2: wasn't the same was, camera they used was, to take photos of everybody?
0: No, it way. wasn't because that that was a um, that was a digital camera. Ah, the stage for Ridley Scott's film Robin Hood, close to Farnham. And thank you, Marish. I, you can bow down to me at any point because you were right. I was right. Absolutely fantastic. Well done. Oh, fair. I said it was a film, so I didn't yeah. him. Thank you. Thank there you. is a picture in the paper today, ladies and gentlemen, of uh, Brian Caswell. Go on. Remember who Brian Caswell is. Come on. You'll all be hopeless on names this morning. Brian, Ca- Brian Caswell. Caswell. Shall I tell you who he is? Give me a clue. Um, he, he grows cabbages, and it's not going to change him. What? He grows cabbages, oh, and know. it's not going to... That hasn't helped He won me £25 million on the lottery. Oh, right. Anyway, he took a luxury motor for a road test and smashed it up. When well, you got twenty-five million, who cares? Just well, go and buy have another to pay one. For that anyway, yeah, exactly. Just buy another one. Uh, Dev Patel uh, is with his uh, sexy co-star Frida Pinto. They're still together, which is, which is quite. He's nineteen. She's uh, twenty-four. Right. That's all right, isn't it? There's nothing wrong with that for age. Is that okay for age? I don't have a problem with ages at all. You know, You don't. No. Do you th- do you think it makes no difference the, uh, the the people who say, well, you know, she's Sixty-three. He's twenty-four. Does that make a difference? I think lucky woman. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not going to argue about it. Uh, with Nick this morning, second day back, uh, reviewing the papers. Siobhan Wykes, editor of Love It magazine, and uh, also should there be an inquiry into the government's alleged complicity in torture? And this story here is a bizarre story in the papers. This is not on Nick. This is with us this morning. It's of one of these shopping channels. Two. Two. Two shopping, shopping, shopping channels. Strangely enough, strangely enough, it's the same presenter wearing the same outfit, selling different products on different channels. Both channels claiming to be live. Yes. But it turns out... But one of them isn't. Well, no. That what they're claiming is, it's, it's the, you know, these auction sites. Yes. It's those two, it's two different auction sites. Right. Um, where the presenter's basically showing you a product and saying, you know, look, come in with a bid and if, if you get in now, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to make it and the price will come down and things like that. But the same presenter is selling two completely different products at the same time on each of these channels. And right. both the channels are saying that they're live, and they're supposed to be live, because the idea is you get in before everybody else. Hmm. So how can they be live at the same time? They're not. Well, according to the channels, they pre-recorded uh, the presenter, but the actual graphics, which are to- showing you how many products are left, yeah. is is live. That so that bit's live. But if you watch these auction channels, the presenter is actually interacting and looking at how many products are left because they then go, "I have to tell you, twenty percent of the stock is now gone," or "This is many's left," or yeah. something. So how can they were they doing it the other it day? Then? I mean. Most of the guys who appear to be doing it appear to be gay. I mean, oh, of I, course, I might be wrong. Most of the women appear to be a size three hundred. They're absolutely enormous. Some of them. I so mean, sorry, can I just just say for quickly? Yeah. Also, on these auction sites, they all appear to be Northerners. Yes, you know why? Because most of the stuff that they're selling. Uh, is the same people who tour around the ideal home exhibition and all the rest? of But why of it. are they northerners? I've got no idea. They always are northerners. Yes, and it's because they do demos, and they always rave over it. This is absolutely fantastic. This is uh, no, no. Right, this is this is absolutely fantastic. Right, you got you got buy this, northern. Yes, you, you know northern. why? Because apparently the story goes that people trust northerners. We do. We tr- we actually trust them to stay up north. <laughs> We don't want them down here, OK? So, don't come down here. I'm sick to death of northerners coming down here and trying to ingratiate themselves into our southern smarmy ways. OK, if you're a northerner, you stay up there with your whippet and your flat cap and, you know, and you, you have nice time and you make a cup of tea and talk to people on bus. Come down here, mate, we'll itch you. Don't come round here with your smarmy northern ways trying to sort of win us over with I wish you'd come back and meet my gran, she'd love you. It doesn't always work with every product. so oh, doesn't it? Well, let's look at Zhuge for a second. Yes. Well, juge you is... You couldn't am- do juge with the northern accent. No, it's American. You know what? There is I'm the I'm going to make your hair look lovely. Right have to, have with the juge. You have to check it on YouTube. It's well worth but it. But there are certain products you can't do with Zhuge. No. But what you can do, of course, is the cleaning products. Yes. You can do, um, the bricklaying... You know that bricklaying thing? They sit down the other... Oh, the bricklaying thing is rubbish. Also, it's the painting fabulous. thing. And here, and you just rinse it through, and you think, I've done paint rollers before. Let me tell you, rinsing through hours. Hours. All this baloney they give you is rubbish. The window cleaning I thing with that the magnets. Yes, I love that one. The other one, which they do. Oh, and here it is, a flatbed iron. And the good thing about this is, and here is the biggest woman you've ever seen in your entire life, ironing and I thought if she stood up and got a bit more exercise with the iron she might be a lot thinner unfortunately she's sitting down and the good thing about this one is you put the steam in yourself <laughs> and how do you do that you get a bottle of water and squirt it and that's what it is and this one's available and it's marvellous value but remember at the end of the day the price is going up so you re- because 22 percent of the 23 percent st- of the stock has already gone and they, they sit there and tell you, and they come up with the biggest below. Then you've got some bloke who, frankly, I want to bury in concrete. And he's the one who does the karcher washer. The what? Not the karcher washer. What's that? It's the steam washer for doing the car, for doing your patio. And he stands there in a pair of Wellington boots. You want to hit him. He's so irritating. He was demonstrating the other day, Bosch. Because you know the name Bosch, don't you? Bosch. And, it's mar- and you could do your hedge trimming. Was he northern? no oh really welsh and um it could have been chinese as far as I'm, i've got no idea and all he's doing is demonstrating it. and for 89 pound you're not how do we do it at this price how do we do it? you get this you get that, that you get tanner. this exactly <laughs> and they all come up with the thing You've, you better get in quick because if, if as soon as we've sold out we've sold out nearly all of the stock and we won't get it in again i thought well more fool you more fool you you need to be a bit more up with it except at the six o'clock hour when they've got more in well, I watched one on, on Saturday morning, Sunday, Saturday morning, and and it was a repeat because he said, "Here we are." He said, "This is six o'clock at night," and I'm thinking, "I don't think it is. I think this is a repeat." And they come at this baloney, and then they had a steamer the other day, and it uses the power of steam. no no chemicals needed. However, this thing for doing your carpet cleaning, your cooker, by the time you've linked this up, to be honest with you, you might as well use a chemical. It's not worth it. How much was this cleaner? Six hundred pounds. What sort of idiot buys it? You'll never need another cleaner again. No, we've got this one, we've got another one to do our clothes, we've got another one for pressing our. Oh, it's rubbish. Let me, I have one word and to say. And a woman to you. with emery boards that she does men's back hair with. One word. Giuletto. Giuletto. The Giuletto. Like Giuletto. Like if you want to know what the Giuletto is, you have to look it up. Yeah. Well because worth it's looking up. Fabulous product. Yes. Fabulous product. We like, yeah, we like the idea. <laughs> so now you know that that was Ridley Scott's. Which, oh, I love it when people get these these pictures of things that we're not supposed to see. Well, what, you don't think we're supposed to see that? Stacey in Orpington uh, sent a picture of oh, what the oh, earth is what the that? Heck is that? It's a spider. Oh, it's a spider and the bee. In other words, the bee has flown in to the web and the spider is wrapping it. Yeah, thanks for that. Have you ever watched... Actually, if you really want to amuse yourself today, and I I have amused myself on numerous occasions, and you've got a spider's web outside in the garden, get a little piece of grass and flick it at the web. The grass will be on there. The spider is down straight away. It works out that it's not alive. It picks it off and throws it off the web. Does it? It's, it's absolutely brilliant. It knows what a, an insect is, and it knows. What, so if I used to do it with little bits of paper, roll them up to a little ball, throw it, it attaches itself. The spider whizzes down, because normally it starts wrapping it straight away while it's alive to save it for a meal for later. And then it works out that it's not edible, and it picks it off and throws it off the web. It's, I mean, they're so clever. I always wondered how you spent your afternoons. Yes. He says, I'd been rumbled. This is Richard. It's my Twitter pic, but it was taken in the mirror. <laughs> see? I remember things. <laughs> we don't want excuses, I'm afraid, on this programme. We've had enough excuses. Steve, I started potty training. My eldest at 11 months and the youngest at 10 months. Took almost a week. And by 14 months, both nappy Ah. So there you go. It's good, isn't it? Uh, Steve, saw you on Facebook. No, you didn't. Mm. Certainly don't see me on Facebook. I'm not on You're Facebook. Not on there. I'm not on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. Morning, Mark. And, uh, Steve... Um, what uh, constitutes as being an extremist, I think somebody who's going to do something that is going to affect a lot of people, uh, which generally amounts to loss of life, that would be an extreme action. Classic hits.
1: Exclusively available at 8...
0: Morning, team. Nice to be company. What a miserable-looking day to start with. I wish I could tell you that it was going to be absolutely fantastic. But so far, it's not looking very promising. We'll find out a bit later. Nice to have your, uh, company this morning. Um, you skimmed over the story on Ashley Blake. What has he done? I didn't skim over the story. I told you exactly that he's just been convicted of beating up somebody in a bar with an umbrella. I mean, how is that skirting over a story? And I told you that he's got previous form. In fact, he's got a string of convictions a mile long. It turns out he's not a very pleasant person at all. In fact, if I can find the, uh, the story on him you'll you'd be quite horrified that the bbc are even employing this guy amazing isn't it well I, i'm surprised they haven't done a background check on him actually well well i don't think they do but you would have thought, if there's somebody going to well, be I don't a I do think presenter... anybody did a background check on me when I joined LPC. No, 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 but, but for TV presenters, surely, who are going to be in the news, surely... Not really. I did a TV show. You've done TV shows. Nobody's done a You've yeah, been nobody to background... watched yours. And, um... Uh, <laughs> they have done on YouTube, excuse me. You've got thousands of views on YouTube. Thousands. Do you know what? I, I would have watched that programme on Five Live. Five, Five Company. saying that. Five days oh. a week we were. I know. Very good. Very good. Apparently, they're now saying, in teen magazines, they should not be allowed to airbrush. In other words, you know, if somebody is is not perfect, you should see them like that. It's never going to happen, though. Here we go. This is the the BBC television presenter. This is Ashley Blake. He's a holiday reporter. Uh, And uh, he's just been convicted uh, of attacking this teenager with a wooden pole. He was uh, facing jail last night, a rather stupid man. Uh, He also was found guilty of attempting to pervert the course of justice by throwing the pole into a garden centre in an attempt to hide it from police. Okay. He's also... um, Apparently the BBC said the corporation would take time to carefully consider the court's findings before taking action. His previous convictions include two counts of theft in 1986... Three the following year. In 1988, convicted of handling stolen goods. In 1990, of driving whilst disqualified. He was convicted again of theft in 1993 and two counts of using a false instrument. This man's a liability. Kick him off the BBC, kick him into prison. Sounds like a very angry young man. He sounds like a rather stupid person. When he came out of court, he said, Oh, I think I've uh, ruined my career. You ruined your career, mate, the first time you were convicted in 1986. You rather stupid person. That's I tell you, this man, man. should be thrown into prison stra... Hanging. Hanging. Bring back hanging. Yes. Have you heard of iPods bursting into flames? No. Apparently, a lot to do. Is there a problem with the batteries? Apparently so. There's uh, a woman in Ohio whose, uh... Her son's iPod touch allegedly exploded in his pocket, burning his leg. There's a girl here, and, um... It overheated, made a hissing noise. Yeah,
1: but you do hear of things like this with different electrical equipment, and suddenly they get yeah. um, withdrawn. I don't think it's anything particular for the iPad. No, nothing to worry about. That I
0: would have thought so. OK, nothing to worry Now, I got a couple of letters yesterday from people who hadn't listened properly. And we did this on Sunday. And what it is, it's a free cleaner for your computer. And uh, somebody wrote in and said, you were talking about this free website for making your PC run faster. And uh, what it is... <coughs> it's a cleaner. OK, what you do is you actually go on to the website, which I'll give you in a minute, uh, and then when you do that, you uh, you click, and it will free... It, free, it will uh, actually clean your computer. Because a lady wrote in and said, the computer expert recommended this cleaner, and my mum has been having problems with the speed of her laptop, so I stopped and wrote down the details. He was pretty emphatic, you don't have to pay for this. I called my mum, gave her the details, she downloaded the software, ran it, Told her she had 1,400 errors and the trial software would only fix 50, so she'd have to buy the full version. Well, she was on what's commonly known as a uh, as a scam cleaner. Because if people don't type it in properly, they end up with a scam cleaner. Because on this one, there is no such thing as trial or anything like that. And what it is, it's ccleaner.com. OK? www.ccleaner.com the letter C, and then C again, L-E-A-N-E-R dot com. If you try and find it on Google, because you haven't heard this properly, you'll find any one of a number of, of scams on there who are trying to get money out of you. This one is completely free. You download the software and install it, click analyse, it finds all the problems, you click run cleaner, it will clean the computer and you will not pay one penny piece. Unfortunately, people who haven't heard it properly uh, have said, oh, they actually uh, are looking for, for money, it says here, uh, my mum is 75 and wants something simple to use, and it asks for money. He said it was totally free. It is totally free. Because if she went to one of the other sites offering something that looked like Cleaner, they are scams. And uh, that's, that's the trouble. Make the mistake, and you pay for it. Because it's entirely free. There is no trial version of the software, no hidden charges or spyware. It's free. And uh, it's freeware which users can donate money to use if they wish. The thing is, all these other websites that Mm. charge, they're very clever because they make their sites pick up keywords for free cleaners. Yes, yeah. So they then direct you there and... uh, Yeah. So it's totally free. Cost you nothing at all. If, of course, you haven't heard this, then, uh, and you think, oh, I better Google that, you'll find any one of a number, (coughs) excuse me, of scam sites... So, don't go near them. Be careful. Be very careful out there. Only take the ones which we've told you about. 84850, steve at dot. I can't get used to double-clicking on these things. It's driving me mad, actually. Ken again. Uh, this is a picture of the train. I quite like that picture. That's quite a nice picture, actually. It's almost arty. It in is itself. arty. It's, like it's so nice eye. to see a train without any graffiti on it, Ken. Because I got on a train the other day, and... Do you know, these... Just, ooh, they'd etch the windows... They obviously scratched oh. them with a key or something like that. I was on a train once, and I happened to be listening to my iPod, and it was one of the little ones coming into Waterloo. And some kids got on, but they didn't see me. And and they started writing on the windows with felt-tip pens. And then all of a sudden they saw me, so they immediately put them away. Now, I actually would have taken them out and had them shot, but that's just me, because I can't bear people, or failing that, just to really annoy them. I actually would have sort of gone round to their house and said to graffiti artists, come round and graffiti their house, see how much their parents like it. Because we've now decided parents should pay for the. Uh, ooh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, for, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yes, we like that one. That's a classy. nice picture. Uh, KFC producing their new bike rack. Thank you very much indeed. Somebody to park the motorbike. It's a very funny gag. We can't show it to you, because you, you'll you probably go, oh, my goodness me, Stephen, that's far too rude for this time of the morning. <laughs> I'm <afraid by> those <laughs> steve at lbc.co.uk. Uh, very quickly, let's check on these ones uh, here. And, um, another one here. Have you watched Four Weddings yet? Just like Come Dine... Oh, i tell you what was the funny thing was. Come Dine With Me was on yesterday, but it's a repeat. It was the one with Caprice, Jimmy Osmond, and, um... Oh, golly, what's what's that woman's name? She's married to Vic Reeves, Nancy Sorrell. She sounds like a bloke. You just can't talk like that, she does, she's a little bit like, you know, and you think, oh, you're not at all feminine. And then laugh, the funny thing was, and I had to, I had to mention it, Caprice is saying, oh, you know, welcome to my house. That wasn't her house, it was her then-boyfriend's house. I mean, how many, in the basement, it's got a floor, you push a button and it goes back and there's a swimming pool. And Caprice is sort of pretending it's her house. No, dear. It wasn't yours, was it? Yours is so much smaller than that. I thought it looked a bit flash. I would have thought any of the, the houses were their their own houses, aren't they? Well, Jimmy Osmond's was rented, and Nicky Clark's was his, and I can't remember where, where Nancy Sorrell's came from, but well, I think but Nicky Clark won. I can't remember. I would have thought most of them would have said, no, I don't want people to go round to my house. No, I know. But it was, it was the way that Caprice is pretending this is all her. And she kept hitting people. I don't know if you saw that. She does this hitting. Not surprised you can't keep a man, love. Not surprised. Not very pleasant at all. Quarter past six. With the headlines, it's Matthew Schofield.
3: Police have foiled what could have been Australia's deadliest terror attack.
0: Morning, everybody. Nineteen minutes past six. Nice to see old, desperate uh, Ulrika Johnson draped all over the papers again because she spent £11,000 because she's getting so old now at 41 that uh, she had to have surgery to turn back the hands of time. Uh, It's probably all the four children with four different fathers, I suppose, that made her look ancient and haggard. And uh, now she's... um, She's there again. But, strange enough, they appear to have moved her belly button. And this is one of the side effects of, of cosmetic. What? Is she only 41? Apparently so, yes. Are you sure? Yes, yes. Yes, she's really? only 41, yes. I she was older than that. Well, I know. Everybody thinks she's older. Much older. But, of course, but they, they've tried to analyse it in the mirror and then in the mail. But, of course, because she's not smiling, you can't, you can't tell. Because when nobody's smiling, like you at the moment, you look like a blank canvas. Isn't that a nice thing? Not really, no. And uh, oh. you know, you're, you're sort of like the painting by numbers kit we used to get at Christmas. And what are you? Sorry? Hmm? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm painting by numbers. Yes, you're, so. you're, you're the thing that you get it out. And uh, you ever had a painting by numbers kit? Uh, I have. I they quite were. Like there them. was never enough paint in the little tiny pot. Of you'd not. have to eke it out, <laughs> and they get, And then you try and do. This. I might buy another one today. Actually, that could be. Quite oh, they're effective. addictive. They're very addictive. Yeah. I might, I might have to go and get one.
2: But I don't understand why I'm painting my numbers. I
0: don't know. I just, I just thought of that. You've just, just done now. an analogy for me and not explained it. And yes. You've worried me now slightly. I have. Yes, I've also worried myself. Because I'm a little bit worried that Strictly Come Dancing's Karen Hardy is... Well, uh, oh, they're is, moving her, aren't they, slightly? Well, what, what they've said is she's still going to be on the show, but in a different capacity. We're going to sidestep her We're slightly. going to sidestep her because apparently she's... Thirty-nine. Oh, far too old. To and be on in TV. BBC terms, I mean, you are practically dead and buried at thirty-nine. So what they've said here, it's a new role. She's going to stay in the show, but in a new role. In other words, she's not consultant <laughs> advisor. A consultant advisor, or just very old person sitting in the corner being fed stuff through a straw. I should a imagine dictator. They had replaced the experienced professionals with dancers in their 20s for the new series. She was one who danced with Mark Ramprakash. She said, I'm discussing new ways I can be involved in the show this year and pursue an exciting number of other opportunities. Goodbye. <laughs> you are the weakest link. That sounds written by the BBC's press office. I'll tell you what was even sadder. What? Saturday the other day, I had to turn on Big Brother's Little Brother, mainly because I was amazed that it was still going, and they've got some bloke called George Lamb, oh, right. who might or might not be a bit of a Cockney Spiv. I'm a little bit two minds over what he's like, because he's obviously a man who puts a bit of grey in his hair to make him look as though well. he appeals to the older birds and then a bit of the younger birds as well, but then he's a bit too old to be dressing like this, and he's a bit, he's a, bit of a bit of a tasty person. It should be a shopping channel. Shop, but they it? put on there, do you remember, and I can't remember his name now, he's an ex-copper... Who then turned up on Crime watch and now wants to be a presenter, and he is the world's worst presenter. Unfortunately, obviously, work has dried up at the BBC because somebody quite clearly has realized that this man is an idiot. And so what they've actually done is he turned up on Big Brother's little brother, pretending he had a personality. <laughs> His name might be Vip, Vim. Some but I can't remember what it is now. I can picture him, Rav. He's a little bit... (laughs) So completely different. Completely different name, actually. And so he was sort of Rav, and... And he turned up there as if he had a personality, and I'm thinking, you just look like some lumbering Lothario who stumbles through his words. Just being pretty, I'm afraid, on television ain't enough, Rav, and you were just an embarrassment on Big Brother's Little Brother. I'm assuming your your agent said, get on anything, get on anything, and try and sort of... He can't string two words together. Is he even pretty, though? Well, he is in a sort of beefcake sort of way. He's a little bit... (laughs) In a beefcake? Well, in a beefcake sort of... Yeah, that's great, dear, but now... I'm going to have to look this up. you have to look uh, him. Rav. Rav, somebody. He's a former copper who decided he wanted to be a celebrity. Unfortunately, he's too dim to be a celebrity. He's a bit like, what's that group that were on the television, and they've got a hit single out now, and they're young, and they were on, might have been on Britain's Got Talent. JLS. Oh, right. For some reason, every time they do an interview, one of them, the the rather campy one, The the little one, has to pull his shirt up. I don't know why people I mean, I don't stand at the bus stop when the bus driver comes along and go hey, and pull the shirt. I don't do this. Yeah, well, and they do it and then all the goes, Ah it's and all the little boys t- it's just stupid. It's a vain attempt to bring the little boy band back again. But it's what is this thing with showing you? Oh, oh, I'm pulling my shirt. He does it at the end of the video, and it just looks so lame and camp. And you think to yourself, "Stop doing it. We've seen pants before, thank you." Who's who's that rubbish presenter that used to do? um... I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. The ITV2 show.
3: Oh, I can't remember his Kelly name. Kelly Osbourne. Oh, it's a
0: bloke. No, it's a bloke. Mark Durden-Smith. Yes. His 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 mother is um, Judith Chalmers. Oh, yeah. we like Judith. Oh, she's fine. I quite like Mark. He's he's a bit lumbering. He's he's slightly older and talks very. Posh. He's quite quite posh. Yes, he, he can't present. No, I know. He well, cannot. Rav's even worse. You wait well, till you see Rav. The... Oh, but I don't know. I'm Rav on Big Brother's Little Brother the other day. I mean, just looked like a nerd. There's no good trying to make somebody into youth presenter because it just does He's way too old for <laughs> it. He's way too old, it's ridiculous. George Lamb is, is Larry Lamb's son, because he was in EastEnders. Mm. See, the one that Barbara had a bit of a fling with? Oh, that's right, and the dad in Gavin and Stacey. But why, why do why all these people talk like this? You know, is this, is this what youth have like now? Apparently so. Ridiculous, isn't it? Ridiculous. Absolutely ludicrous, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I like the idea that Gok Wan, This is a very old story by Nicola Methven, the TV editor of The Mirror. Gok Wan apparently has the hots for Simon Cowell, Uh, I think, Nicola, that's about a three-week-old story. How is that a story, anyway? I don't know. Well, because Gok Wan has revealed in an interview how he came out to his parents. Yeah, and? Came out. What are you you saying, Gok? That you're gay? Good God. I bet your parents didn't know that. Don't be silly. That must have been a nasty shock for them. I'm sorry, this camp effeminate screaming mincing thing in front of us is gay? I've watched his programme, though. Women love him. Of course they do. Women love these makeovers. It's great. Whereas I want to be honest... Don't wear it. It's like the three girls who apparently spent the night with um, with, with, Jack Tweed. To two of them, you want to say, go and dress as a woman. Stop trying to be a drag queen. You're looking a bit silly. Go and get somebody else's hair. You know, you have to be honest with people. They had um, Chantelle on the television the other day, doing one of these oh. makeover shows. And she said, first of all, I'll put my makeup on. <laughs> and then I'll put more makeup on. And they'll put more makeup on. And I'm thinking... It's not helping, is it? It really is not helping. It's great when you're young, but very shortly, you know, you're going to have to stack shelves, dear. There's no two ways about it. What exactly is she doing at the moment? I don't know, she just goes to nightclubs. Men buy her drinks. Oh, right. And that's it, and then she goes out with a footballer. I do feel sorry, there's a dreadful story in the paper today about uh, a mum called Terry Rouse. Okay, Terry Rouse loses her son he dies right okay he was he was he was very young and she was very upset so they go to the crematorium and the vicar sees that she's very upset and says listen would you like a few more minutes with him before he's he's cremated so she sits down with with the coffin and she talks and says listen don't worry it'll be fine all the things that you would do okay fair enough and then her her baby son gets cremated Because she spent extra time with him, the crematorium staff charge her an extra £86 because she spent extra minutes. She spent too long with him. In other words, uh, when you go to the crematorium, you've got a set amount of time. I think, I could be wrong, because I've been there. One crematorium, we went five times with our family, and I think it's 20 minutes. That's in out service and then you shuffled out the side door to have a look at the flowers and all the rest of it and then as you're out there they close the doors and the next lot are coming in it's a fast turnaround she spent too long so they charged her 86 pounds extra for the time that she was there yesterday the council said it's milton Keynes that they were very sorry an embarrassed official said when we learnt there were extenuating circumstances we of course refunded the extra charge somebody made a big big mistake I mean, it's just appalling that they would ever even think about this. She said, all I was doing was, was saying goodbye. Dreadful, isn't it, really? Absolutely dreadful. But at least they got their money back. It's not enough, though, is it, really? It shouldn't have happened in the first place. It's, no, you don't, you don't give compensation, but you just don't make that mistake.
1: Mm.
0: Ever. I'm sorry. Uh, more on the BBC Newsreader. Ashley Blake, who should face prison for attacking a teenage party-goer. I mean, this man has got a string of convictions. He said it's all over. Good! I'm very pleased it's all over for you. I couldn't be happier. And we'll talk about the plinth, shall we, as well? Shall we? Not now. Shall we do it the other side of the news? OK. We've got Phil, Phil Kitramelidis in, uh, who's doing the uh, sport this week. So apparently Phil, Phil Black is on uh, holiday again. Yeah, he's probably training. He's to, well, he, do you know, he might be training, oh, actually. Oh, please,
3: he's not training the slightest. No, he is. I don't believe him now. No, he but has. This like,
0: 12 months in now. Rav Wilding, we think, is the guy. Oh, right. Rav Wilding. check him out in the brain. Check him out. And uh, there you go. He lives down my street, says Pete in Maidstone. Katrina says Larry Lamb. uh, George Lamb is Larry Lamb's son. Thank you. And have you done your Brussels yet, says Lynn. No, I haven't. But believe you me, two hours in the halogen oven is far more preferable to four hours in the uh, the other one. Okay. So there you go. Four hours in my walk, but only two hours in the halogen oven. How fantastic is that? Very cool, isn't it? I'm Steve Allen. LBC
1: 97.3
0: Twenty-six minutes to seven. Let's so all have a good old stretch this morning. Ooh. Do you know stiff all over Oh, don't do that again. Oh, was oh that? that was horrible. That was not me, by the way. That wasn't. Do you know have you ever seen people that pull their fingers out and they crack? No, stop, stop. That's what Phil just did. He just went like that and everything crap no, I don't want to hear no, no, To be fair, it was no.
2: just the knuckles. Was it? Yes, I wasn't pulling anything out.
0: Oh, oh dear yeah. God, that was horrible. That was the worst thing I've ever <laughs> I used to get kids pulling their fingers out. At school, and it would crack. I can't even do that though. Well why don't? Can people... don't, yeah, but don't. Why can't people do it? Talent. Talent. Oh, it's... Oh, oh I see. Really? It's oh. a good given time. Luckily, I have another gift. But anyway, we'll <laughs> have that after we've had the sports news with Phil Catrimolidis.
2: Thank you very much, indeed. Uh, England's cricketers will be waking up slightly disappointed after only managing to draw the third Ashes test. They needed to bowl Australia out quickly to have any hope of victory, but some fine batting from the tourists, including an unbeaten century from Michael Clarke, meant they held out for a draw. England are still one up, with two matches to play in the series, going into the penultimate test at Headingley on Friday, but Australian captain Ricky that says there are positive signs for his team.
3: Some of our guys looked a lot better, I think, bowling-wise in, in this game as well, which is a real positive for us. And uh, for Michael and Marcus and Mike Hussey to get the amount of time in the middle they, they did in this game as well, I think, is a good sign for us going to Headingley.
2: Plenty of transfer news around this morning. Sunderland say they're very close to signing Darren Bent from Spurs for around £12 million. We expect the deal to be completed, completed later this afternoon. Elsewhere, Blackburn have signed Chelsea's Argentinian forward Franco Di Santo on loan till January. And the Swiss Football Federation say Philippe Senderos has agreed a move from Arsenal to Everton, although neither club have confirmed it. Three race meetings later, they go at Chepstow, Catterick and Newton Abbott. Race tip is next.
0: Yes, certainly is. Uh, So while Black is off for emergency rehab, uh, yesterday, I'm afraid, uh, it was a total disaster. I don't think he's got the faintest idea what was going on in the horse racing department. Russell? Russell, not a clue. (laughs) I mean, you know, we'd have had more luck, well, if they were hamsters, but uh, he picked (laughs) Mr Laurel out of 11 runners, it came 10th. Okay. I mean, it couldn't get much worse. So you're now £45.74. Alex had Seeking Dubai, which won... Okay. Tote return £7.60. His profit, £5.60. Total loss now, £18.10. pence. He's getting very good. Mm. So, t- uh, Tuesday, we're off to Newton Abbott, Ardurian Arder- 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 Civola. Uh, probably, if you say that quickly, it probably says a word or something. I've had this trouble before. Ardurian Civola, three thirty at Newton Abbott, win only. What do you fancy?
2: OK, I've got Dream in Blue, two twenty at Catterick. Dream in Blue, Alan. Does
0: that sound nice?
2: Dream in Blue...
0: It doesn't really make any sense, there, does it? Do you dream in colours? Well, no, who dreams in colours? What's What stupid thing to say to what me? What do you dream, oh, in, you in black mean? and white? What do you, know, what do you mean? Yeah, you well, okay you do you not do black and white dreams, do you? I thought you meant, like, actual just physical colours. As opposed to what? They no, are physical in, colours. Do you dream in colour? Oh, sorry, in colour, as opposed to... We're no, in the same I'm world sorry, or no, something. No, I thought you no, meant, am I dreaming, first... like,
2: the colour pink? Am I dreaming the colour green? No. Sorry, you yes. I can anyone. I can I ask a
0: sports question? Yeah. What's going on with um, Nelson Piquet?
2: Uh, he's not very happy because uh, he's uh, left uh, Renault, saying it's the worst time he's ever had. Uh, they sacked him. But, w- but why have they sacked him? Because he wasn't very good. He didn't, he didn't but, get, but you he didn't get didn't get one his, point. You have off seasons though. He's his, yeah, but he's had his day, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. No, but
0: you've had off seasons and you come back. You no, 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 no. <laughs> if you're a top racing driver, you you go climbed up and he's he's been up there. No, and now he's going back no, down that's again. wrong? Let's look at Jensen Button. He's driving a Renault. Have you seen people driving Renaults? Has a Button for the last few years has not been Renault well right. at all. Yeah. That's right.
2: That's exactly right. Yeah. Listen to Steve. You should ask him. He knows more. You don't know anything about F1.
0: I know lots about F1. Go on, F1. Tell, tell me. I've been. Anyway, we don't have time. We've got to what move on are they to the other things. They We're far too busy. Far too busy. I was there you go. A that's sensible the uh, question. Then. Well, yeah, but we got a sensible answer. Thank you, Phil. No, no Phil's, problem. Phil's back with us tomorrow. I think he's back tomorrow. back tomorrow. All right. Look forward to that. Because while Phil Blacker is at the boxing training camp.
2: He's not. He is. I don't he's it. absolutely like,
0: training. He's training on the wee fit, if you ask he's me. N- well, whatever he's training on, it, it's it's going to do him some good, actually. And strange enough, Alex, who sent us the picture earlier on, is off to Pinewood working on Merry Men, and today it's a snow scene. Oh! Now I went down to Shepperton some years ago when I did a feature for um, Sky mm. on the weather in movies. And first of all, we had a company down there, and they were very good. First of all, they showed us how they made it rain, Mm -hmm. with water. and that. Yes, but with these little fine things, and then... Well, they're not fine. They have to
1: make the droplets bigger than they would normally be.
0: Because you won't see them, exactly. But then they made it snow, and what did they use for snow? What? Paper. You get big blocks of paper, and it goes into this machine, and at the end of the machine is a fan. So bearing in mind, I just got soaking wet... You're now covered in paper. And I'm now covered in bits of paper. And uh, they do it, and of course it looks lovely. And at the end of Nanny McPhee, you can see it's not proper snow. It kind of ruins it a little bit. No, yeah, it doesn't really. It's so I know, it's still lovely, it it's still down, beautiful, it's beautiful. But it's, it comes down. So so that's what they're doing today. Fantastic. It says got loads of pics and videos you'd love, I bet. I bet, yeah. I bet. Look forward to that. Uh, 21 minutes to uh, to seven. Where are we off to today? With uh, Oh, Darren, we do, we do, we, I'm giving out this uh, this cleaner size. Yeah. <laughs> And it's provoked all sorts of complicated things. Some people are obviously clicking onto the wrong bit of the site.
1: It's very easy to go to the wrong site. So what we've done, is a link on steveallanshow.com. Yeah. And that will take you directly to the site that is the free version. You don't have to pay for anything. Yeah. There's no trial version. It's the full version. Download it, run it, and it will do it all for free. Right. So all right. So there
0: it goes. You go to steveallanshow.com. There's a link on there.
1: No more emails, please. Yes,
0: please, 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 no more it. Please. Um, I got one yesterday, actually, again, still about this badminton thing. Remember the badminton saga? Oh, Uh, yeah. I didn't say it, but somebody put up on the internet that I did. And Somebody wrote to me yesterday saying, Steve, you should really do this. And I wrote back and said, I'm considering legal action, because it's now (laughs) got out of hand. It's ridiculous, somebody telling lies about you on the internet. Outrageous. Make them pay, that's what I say. Anyway, where are we off to?
1: Three big events from tomorrow down at the O2 Centre. It's uh, Walking With Dinosaurs. This is the uh, BBC series, 15 life-sized mechanical dinosaurs their way around, around the stage, beset by earthquakes, volcanic explosions and falling comets. Of course, dinosaurs didn't exist today, did they? Hmm. Did they, or did they not? I don't know. Did they, how did they get them on the ark?
0: I don't know. I don't think they went on the ark, did they? <laughs> Would have been a little bit sort of top-heavy, I think. a tyrannous... oh, really?
1: Actually, it's so strange, because
0: every time you keep hearing about dinosaurs, and they keep saying about Tyrannosaurus rexes, and they said they were so big, they couldn't have chased anything, so what they used to do was eat the prey that other animals had oh, killed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. they, they lumbered. You'd think we find more complete skeletons, or, failing that, jump through a volcano and go to journey to the centre of the yeah. Earth, and they were all living quite happily oh, well.
1: there. I think uh, one million... Years BC, and you'll find them there, won't you? I'd
0: love to see pterodactyls
1: flying again. Really? We'll go to the uh, the show. It's on at the O2, and then it transfers to Wembley Arena on the 26th of August. Is it really good? Well, it's... Well, I haven't seen it yet. As I say, it starts tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's suitable for children aged three and above. OK, I'll be all right. Um, Something for adults, the Museum of Childhood down at the Victorian Albert Museum in uh, Bethel Green... And see all the sort of toy collections from hundreds and hundreds of years ago, right up to the, to the computer age. You can't take children, of course, as yeah. well. But just remember, you can't open into the cabinets and play with anything.
0: Right. Unfortunately, you can't, you can't touch
1: it. And on Friday, one night only, you're only a chance once a year to go to London Zoo in the evening, enjoy a drink or two from the bar, sounds of jazz band on the lawn. And then they feed the animals. You'll see the aardvarks, which, of course, are nocturnal animals, so you'll be the only chance to see them in their enclosures running around like lunatics, as opposed to being fast asleep all day. (laughs) They're going to be doing animals in action, the predatory bird display, and otter feeds as well. But book in advance, save yourself some money. Members and friends get in for half price.
0: That's what we like. I like the idea of half price. Thank you very much indeed. I must mention, actually, there's also an exhibition down in Croydon, and I can't remember where, but it's uh, exhibits from the Mary Rose... And uh, it's a touring exhibition, and this one's got skeletons, it's got clothing, shoes, mugs that they drank out of, all sorts of things on Henry VIII's flagship. So, well worth going down to there and and finding it. Probably just type in Mary Rose, you'll probably find it on the internet. Excellent. Talk to you next week! Looking forward to it. There you go, that's Darren Tossel. Uh, Thank you to uh, Graham. Fun show this morning, he says. Fun show this morning. I think fun show every morning. Every morning. We We like fun shows, actually. We like fun shows. We're going to talk in a moment about the plinth. We are. About the plinth, because I, I still think that the uh, people could be, you know, sh- should be far more adventurous, which is great. Uh, did you get the pictures of Danny, Grace and Miley, Dan? Yes, absolutely. <coughs> no food all over the face, Mr. Allen. When will you be delivering my oven? I'm still waiting. <laughs> Bloomin' ovens. <laughs> I've got so many ovens. I tell you. And Julie says, has Phil been told what a damp squib is yet? A damp squib. You know what a damp squib is? No. You don't know either? No. I don't think Phil Kittramelidis knew what it was. I thought everybody knew what it was. It's an old fashioned word. Many of us know what it is. Do you well, know, strangely enough, it? I was in the car the other day and my brother mentioned to me about um, the Jimmy Clitheroe show. And I said, as luck would have it, one of my very kind listeners put together a collection of the Jimmy Clitheroe shows and I lent him the CD. So he's very happy. Uh, a damp squib? Yeah. Do you know what a squib is? No. Oh, well, there you go. There's another person who doesn't know. Apparently, uh, Steve, w- w- in America, they charge you for arriving late at the burial ground. $100 for every 10 minutes late. And that's uh, from a Trojan label fan. You and me together love Trojan records. Used to be based down at Willston in a Nissen hut. For that read, one of those corrugated iron huts. I have to say, with all these places, you know, these burial grounds and cremation, I suppose it is a business at the end of the day. Of course, it's. What do you think it is? Well, yeah, but I mean, for it's people, not a social charging, service.
1: Ex- well, I know it's not a
0: social service. I'm just trying to say that. But this way, you couldn't be buried in forest lawn. Why? Because you, you're not the sort of person they want in there. Am I a damp squid? Squib. 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 No, you're not a damp squid. What's you don't a damp squid? Maybe you don't know what it is. What? Yeah, but tell me. Do you really not know? No. <laughs> Strangely enough, no. How disappointing. Anyway, we have to move on, and uh, we shall uh, we shall take the uh, the news headlines and the and plinth. And the pl- oh yes, we'll do the plinth. We're not going to well. get to it, are we? I just know it's not going to. No, happen. we are because Nick's going to be talking about the plinth as well. Oh, well, well, Nick will be talking about it, but we're not going to get. Well, it. we will. We will talk about okay. it. Yes, well, I promise you, we will talk about that, and I will tell you what a damp squib is. You won't, will you? I will. I will absolutely. And do you know, men spend a year of their lives ogling women. Not all men. Thank you. A quarter to seven. News headlines, Matthew Schofield. Four people with suspected links to an Islamic extremist group. Steve Allen. Clive knows what a damp squib is. Everybody I, knows what a damp squib is. Well, I, kn- I kind of know what it means when you say a damp squib, doesn't it? Squib. 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 A I squib. Know what I, mean. I can't say the You're word. you not just squibbers. But, but I, know, I know when you say something's a I'll damp a squib. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. What? <laughs> with that, yeah, uh, well, it's, when I say the word, say something's a damp squib, yeah. I mean something that's failed to really go off in some way. But I don't think that's got anything to do with what a natural damp squib is, is it? Well, that's the clue. <laughs> what a firework! Yeah, that's what a damp squib is—a firework. Yeah. Well, a squib is a firework, right? So, what's a damp squib then? It's a firework a squib that's wet. <laughs> that's what. And doesn't isn't that go kind off. Of what I just said. No, you didn't say that I at said all. something which failed to... Go- I did say that! I, I said- don't think we well, need that excuse kind me. of I argument, don't, I'm don't, afraid. Don't shake your well, head! Well, it, because you didn't... So, what I you did is you went to go off. And, don't talk over me. What you did is you just came up with kind something, the and then you've kind, kind of... of ad- you'll wait kind till I've finished. And then you kind of adapted it to the answer which I gave you. A squib is a firework. A damp squib is one that had probably got a little bit wet and uh, doesn't take off. S-Q-U-I-B.
1: Squib. I think you'll find, when replaying on the podcast, that I did say it is something that just failed to go off. That's exactly what I said. Yes, but you I didn't said. say
0: firework. I mean, you covered a... It, it could, does have, a, been, it does could it have been It doesn't have been a firework, does it? A train that I'm didn't gonna go off. Up. I'm going to go and look it up you now. Could, well, yes, well, you might. Do you, want, do you want to put money on this? is what you're, No, but you're we don't need to nonsense. look it up. I'm telling you what it is. But I'll put money on it, then. I, so for some reason, oh, I I don't know. I've just told you what it is. I'm not sure you're right. Oh. Are you serious? Clive said exactly the same. He knows. Because we're adults and we've lived. So, can I just check that your definition of a damp squib is a firework? It's a firework that hasn't gone off. No, 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 no but a damp squib is and a firework it's... that hasn't gone off. That's your definition, yes? Yes. Okay? Yeah. Now you're wrong. That is not what a damp squib is, according to the internet. Well, you can, yes, well, you can, what, what does it say? Oh, a oh sorry, squib is. you're wrong on this one, aren't you? Go on, what, what, what does it say on the internet, uh, then, a damp squib I, I, is? I, you'll have to, let me put it on this screen, because it's on the wrong screen. Well, I mean, it's just, just ridiculous, second, isn't it? Actually, just while Alan is, uh, is doing that and has now changed my screen, I will tell you that the tin can has been voted the number one kitchen invention of all time. I'm telling you as well that I bought a few weeks ago one of these gadgets which opens tin cans. Now, I've had everything over the years. Uh, you turn the handle inside. This is battery operated. You literally put it on top of the tin, push a button, and it turns the tin, it turns the, the tin round and it takes the lid off it's absolutely brilliant I can't it probably they vary in price about fourteen ninety nine up to about nineteen ninety whatever it is it's a gadget worth having but the tin can apparently is the top kitchen gadget ever invented uh, they say in the 1920s they were used by the military until the 20s oh and after that by shops so it must be a lot apparently uh, another people uh, other people have gone for toasters electric kettles uh-huh. another culinary favorite was i'm talking uh-huh. was the Vactri, uh, f- vacuum flask the tea bag squeezer was voted the worst kitchen invention what yeah a squib damp a... squib
1: hang on a second
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah a miniature explosive device used in a wide range of industries from special effects to military applications yes. like like a firework then that would be something that goes up in a... the sky when and would goes a military bang military Operation use a firework. Well, they use fireworks quite a lot. For in fact, what? It, well, if you're out on the sea. It's not a flare. Yes, it's well, not a flare. That's A flare it is say a firework. Flare. I think if you typed in. Squib. resembling tiny sticks of dynamite, both in appearance and construction. What do you think a firework is? Well, I know, but it's not a firework. Yeah, it's like talking to the book If brick it was a wall, firework, it? it would say a firework. No, it, it wouldn't. No, because it, it covers a few it things. This device. It's a explosive device. Well, that's a firework, isn't it? It's not, put it this way. The a pen you're not is writing not an it. explosive device. If you can't accept. I'm not 100 right. I'm not accepting that because I am, in fact, right. And all you've done is just go through to try and find something that means something completely different. Okay, fair enough. right. So I'm not going to argue number with one. you. We're going to argue with you about plinth. it. Plinth. Yes. Now Nick Ferrari is going to talk about the plinth later on. We have seen a number of people on the plinth. To be honest with you, they've wasted their hour. Can I ask you a question? Yes, of course you can. Do Damped you think it's scrub. art? Sorry. <laughs> Do you think it's art? No. See, I don't either. It's not art in the slightest. It's a, it's a few show-off. A few people have used their time constructively. The problem I'm finding is there's more and more political people getting up there. Yes. And I don't think that's what it should be there for. It's supposed to be there as an art installation. Unfortunately, some people... In fact, we we saw one woman, Dawn sent me a picture, and she, she was dressed... Or we saw it the woman who was dressed as a scout. Oh, yes. And just stood there. And you think... That's very silly. You see, a lot of these people are really excited be- by being part of Anthony Gormley's work, mm. although I wouldn't call it work, because I just don't think it's art. Mm. And they're saying, oh, you know, I want to do something special for my hour, so I'm going to sit up there and reflect on my life. And I'm thinking, that's not art. Damp squib. Nothing. Unsuccessful final explosion of small firework. A damp squib, not to be confused with a hot squid, which is an amorous octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I had a damp squid once, says Brian Ghastly You, you have to bring it up, there you again you have And to a squid is a non-magical wizard in Harry Potter <laughs> Says James <laughs> oh God, well, I knew we'd start something The Mary Rose exhibition is at the Whitgift School, South Croydon on the 1st of September Thank you so I much uh, Every's telling me that Keith, good morning Cathy <sighs> tells me it's at the Whitgift And Andy says I went to see Walking with Dinos at Manchester Wonderful If you can see it, I think you'll enjoy it Well, there oh, you go man. And hopefully there's some damp squibs at the end, so we don't get the fire. I knew work. we
2: weren't going to talk about the plinth.
0: I knew it, you know, I'm just, I had just... we just talked about the plinth. We haven't... Oh, it's about to discuss it and go into deep depth, you know. All right, deep depth. depth. You've already established the fact that uh, it's an installation. Some people have wasted their time on it. They've just stood there. I think people should think about it very carefully. We saw a woman dressed up as a polar bear. Oh, and it didn't look like a didn't polar bear. It didn't look at all like a polar bear. But she, she gets off and Alan goes, you've got some black well, she, stuff on your nose she had a blacked out nose I know because she was meant to be a polar bear yeah but bear. she didn't get it I said there's something on your nose I know and she went oh what did she say she said she, something no she like just looked it. at me strangely like I was yeah. some weird person which, of course, I am not. I mean, to be honest with you, you know, people should have been vetted more carefully. What are you going to do on it? You know, if somebody stands up there and does, does linking rings or does, you know, producing flowers and things like that, I can understand it. But just standing there staring out is a bit Some stupid. stupid. Somebody yes, was And also, bingo. don't do anything that involves talking because you cannot hear. No, you can't hear. But uh, but yes, they somebody had a megaphone and was doing bingo with the crowd. Yeah, but this polar bear had a megaphone. Oh, yeah, but she couldn't, we couldn't hear her You couldn't her hear because yeah. she was talking to her friends. One man got naked. Sorry? Oh man got naked. What time was that? Oh I don't know what time it was. But it was it looked daylighted, but it might have been very early in the morning. I got oh, sent right. the link on Twitter. Yeah. And he did, he got naked. What properly naked? Properly naked. Oh right. But that's a public place. I'm supposed it was Yes, there. but it's an art installation, so for that for the purposes of, of that it's like uh, why do the American embassies around the world never get parking tickets? Yes. Do you know? No. You don't know why? No, I well, don't they do get them but they don't pay them. Why don't they? Because and the only place that they do get them and they should pay them is London. Because every American embassy around the world, that bit of land around them America. is America. Yes. So that's it's like why. the UN in the States. It is. You know, like that's that. that's the UN. Yeah. A lot of people are telling us about damp squibs. Damp squibs. And about which squibs. Are not fireworks. <laughs> they're fireworks. Uh, they're miniature they are explosive devices. Not they are. Look, even Lindsay says he totally tried to manipulate the argument from not knowing what damp squib meant trying to make you look like you got it wrong. Absolutely And of course, as usual. <laughs> I am right. Thank you so much indeed. <sighs> <laughs> Hi, Steve. Just a year, says Gary. What is? I don't know. <laughs> Just a year, His <laughs> Those words? I don't know. Strangely enough, had a bit of air trouble airbrushing your wrinkles, Steve, says Richard. You cheat! Oh, I don't have wrinkles. Nice. Anybody would tell you I have the most perfect skin going. Well, I think I have the most perfect skin. Uh, there you go. Whitgift School in South Croydon, says Tom. That's where the Mary Rose exhibition is. Well worth, uh, well fancy worth going, going to. See to. That. Sorry, I do fancy going to see that.
1: Well, go. Rose. Yes, I will because yeah. well, it's near me.
2: Apparently,
0: yeah. All oh, right. Oh, it's near you, is it? Well, according to you, if I live in Croydon. All oh, right. Alan Marcus and the Snowman uh, from Clay on all listen to your show. That's nice, isn't it? Look, that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I need. Snowmen this morning. You're all quite balmy, I'm afraid. Quite, quite balmy. <laughs> Listen, uh, that's just about it for this morning. It's been great seeing Alan here, isn't it? I yeah. bet you've enjoyed it, haven't you? I've really enjoyed yeah, seeing you, you here. Detailed. I have. Can't can't end enjoy. quick enough as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Listen, because it's only Tuesday, we do it again tomorrow. Not with uh, with Alan. He won't be back with us till a couple of weeks time, isn't it? A couple of weeks, something like that. Well, isn't... no, no, I might be back next week. Oh, okay. Oh, I won't be a damp squid. No, and uh, we'll also be looking for more of these recipes. Uh, that you can uh, use for your halogen oven. Well, <laughs> d- do you know what? Very quickly, yeah. any recipe works in the halogen oven. Yeah, you can <laughs> just, just, cook just cook anything. <laughs> you so can cook an oven anything. With. Just remember, it gets very hot, though, so if you're an elderly person, it might not be totally suitable for you, but it, it does get very, very hot, so uh, so just be a little bit careful. So, uh, so well, you get, Because some people might pick up the lid and think, oh, I can touch it, it will... It's very hot. Oh, yeah, hot. the bowl gets very hot. But, yeah, the know, bowl gets careful, very hot. It'll be all right. So just let it uh, cool off. But I promise you, when you turn it on, first of all, your kitchen will look like Rosswell. It's because fabulous. it loom- illuminates the whole kitchen. You don't need a light bulb anywhere. I promise you, you won't. So listen, we'll do, we'll do it again tomorrow. I hope the day is going to be kind It's It looks a bit overcast. Let's go, Let's go and heckle the plinth. Let's go and shall heckle the plinth. Let's go and heckle the plinth. We're going to heckle the plinth. Because then that's still art, you see. We that's become right. part of the so called art, which isn't art, yeah. but we're going to make it art. You see, I'd actually put a, a, a glass box up there and have somebody swimming in it. You know, it's just me. Well, trying to be adventurous and think of something different. It's if you on. go to lbc.co.uk, learn how to podcast. Also, please check out the pictures on uh, 24 Hours of the Life of LBC. It's, it's the worst picture of me you'll ever see in your entire <laughs> life. Even I think it's a bad picture. And I'm generally not that fussy. So have a nice day. Be back with you tomorrow morning at five. Check out the blog later on, and if you go to steveallanshow.com there's all the links there that we've talked about this morning. Nick's with you after the news, which is next, LBC.
2: Your home. From